0: Here are your hosts, Chase Palm. and broadcast school has really paid off, Auntie. and Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on TV.
1: The Oxford Exxon Podcast, Chase Palm, Neil McCrady, Clark Ford, at studio here uh, on this Tuesday morning, hope all of you are doing wonderfully, we'll... Uh, Talk probably a little more, just kind of a portal wrap-up, a couple NFL stories going on that we uh, have not touched on to this point. Tom Brady, Jim Harbaugh, and more Ole Miss basketball with a tough task. Tough task. I was trying to say test and task at the same time. It is both. It, it is, is a testing test task. Tonight in Baton Rouge at the PMAC, 8 o'clock start for that one, going head-to-head from a TV standpoint with Auburn and Alabama. Also, 8 o'clock tonight for uh, for those game times. So, that and uh, and more we will uh, have today on the uh, the show. Brought to you every day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. You can uh, save $10. You can do that by getting 1,000 points. You just go to the tank, any blue sky location in Mississippi, take a picture of the QR code, that's 1,000 points with the Exxon Mobile app, and you get $10 on the tank you're filling up at the moment. Also, lunch specials, five sixty 2 sides bread, 32-ounce drinks, and more. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio.
2: We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900, 662-257-1900, call that number, ask for uh, our friend Corey Clark, tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for, he'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours, right to the bottom line, no hassle, no haggle, you get your quote, the rest is up to you, you can shop that quote around, or uh, you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, let's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662 662- 257-1900 Guests join us on the Rafter's Music and Food Hotline. Rafter's Music and Food on the Square in Oxford—great place to get a burger, po' boy, um, appetizer. Just get a get a beer, get a drink, whatever the case may be. Watch uh, Ole Miss LSU tonight. Uh, Ole Miss Florida Saturday. Got stuff going on. It's, that's the Pro Bowl this weekend. Is that right? I don't in know. Vegas. You said. I think that's correct. Okay. So stuff. Go relax, enjoy yourself at uh, Rafter's Music and Food on the Square in uh, in Oxford and also in New Albany.
1: I assume we uh, everyone got to class yesterday. We've heard nothing else. I think we can finally put this this portal session to bed. I think it's uh, Uh,
2: yes. I spoke to uh, I spoke to uh, I texted with uh, Michael Trigg Senior. He was in town. Okay, I think he was leaving this morning.
1: Where'd yep. he stay, what'd he do, where'd he eat? I don't know. Where'd he fill up for gas, what was, what was going on? I don't on? know. I
2: don't I don't know the answers to these things. I I, I probably would have known the answers, because I would have been able to go and introduce myself, but I had to go to uh, Tupelo yesterday. Okay. Because Tupelo Football Club has resumed its uh, season. It takes a break. It never stops, does it, really? It End takes somewhere. a break for the high school season, and then when the high school season pretty ends. Pretty much immediately. Pretty much right away, you get rolling. Yeah. So uh, we drove to Tupelo last night instead. Um, and then I talked to or Laura talked to someone, my wife Laura talked to someone who met Jackson Darts mother yesterday at an establishment in Oxford, so they were in town okay. as well.
1: So you're getting some confirmations, I mean. So look, those look, are look, if look. you're
2: if you're searching for uh, for updates and I have found out that I believe it was Matt Zenitz and maybe he right. uh, he is also enrolled and presumably in town. Felt like we had that a few days ago. Maybe we didn't. Apparently, if you don't tweet it, it didn't happen.
1: Well, p- people <laughs> don't look at anybody else's stuff, but they always know who first reports things. So yeah, it's really amazing. You've it- got a lot of time on your hand to listen to everything and read everything and know exactly where what was said when for, for weeks. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe you're just liber- really liberal with those phrases. One or the other. I don't know.
2: You know, it could be that you're just that damn liberal. Yeah. It could be. It's true. Right.
1: Liberal with the phrases. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Basketball tonight. But I'll tell you what, yeah, that yeah, circle
2: yeah. jerk stuck sticks together now. All of those people. It's All of them. Congrats to you guys.
1: It's eight seventeen. We pulled circle jerk into the lexicon this morning.
2: Well, I mean that's something they do. <laughs> they all sit around in a little group and they validate each other on Twitter like the losers they are. There. You were in a
1: decent mood when I came. I'm in a good mood
2: now. I don't like those people. I mean, I don't like them. They're not. They're not people that I would want to spend five seconds with. I, I would. I would despise hanging out with them, like sitting at the bar at City Grocery, saying, "Oh, look how nice you are. Look how nice." Shut up. All of them. Sorry, it is what it is. I think we've hit that point in society where we can all admit we just don't like each other. It's all good. No one's harming anyone. Just don't like each other. It's
1: cool. Why well, pretend? It was not on my bingo card either. But you know, you never know what you get. We some days we start with who knows what. Well, I mean, some of those
2: people can yeah. be so pretentious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's stereotypes for a reason about where people live. There's no doubt about that. Um...
2: Uh, all right. Uh, just, but is any of that wrong? No, I mean i mean good. I mean, I know you don't want to sit here and validate it and go, "You're right," but I don't think you want to. Well, argue no, it's not it even either. that. Yeah, I mean, I'm it's good. just it is what it is. I mean, they all sit around and do that with one another, and I don't know. I've had that conversation. Like, we could sit there and tweet everything that we report on RebelGrove.com, but doesn't that sort of defeat the purpose?
1: It does, as you said a while. We don't get many checks from Twitter.
2: They're I've yet pretty to limited. get one. I mean, yeah. I get one once a month from the people, whoever it is that owns us at this point.
1: Is it Verizon? I think it's Verizon now. But they got bought by somebody else. Yeah, If you actually, if you told me who like the parent company is, I I, I, got, I got nothing. Um, they deposit into my account pretty much the last day. It's usually the next
2: to last day of every month. They never miss the spot, though. No. It used to come earlier, and yeah. I like that. <laughs> but But they're contractually obligated to pay us by the final day of the month, and they yeah. always do it. And I don't even know who it is. It used to be Yahoo!,
1: and then it was Verizon. And I think it it's was still Verizon. Well, no, It was uh, Oath for a while. No, Oath, though, <laughs> when Verizon bought Yahoo, they bought AOL, too. And they took Yahoo and AOL and created Oath. They combined those two companies into Oath. Yeah, I, I get that. I'm trying to remember, though, like when we get the check, who does the check come from? Well, I think it's still Verizon because I think like some group of investors or something bought Verizon. I don't know. I don't Let me know. see something here. Are you going to look it up? Well, I'm I'm looking at something. The little data quick. sheet thing? Yeah. If I still have it. Yeah. It actually was Yahoo for years and then <laughs> it 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 moved. Yeah.
2: I'd have to open up another it's probably not worth doing. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see it here.
1: I I, I really hate that we have so many people that listen to the podcast without the stream because it's really funny. This morning, I'm laughing as I'm reading. Yeah. Uh, So on that note, just because otherwise, going to get on some football. Will says according to Wikipedia, it's still Yahoo. Yeah, that's not well. Yeah, but I don't think the check. Verizon owns Yahoo, Yahoo, which I think now is owned by something else. What are you looking up?
2: I'm gonna find who wrote the last check.
1: You curious now? Yeah, I am kind of curious. This is what you get on a show on a Tuesday when portal situation's over. You yeah, guys, I mean the portal's done. Just keep talking. Yeah, that's I'm it. Fine, eh? Will says Apollo Global Management. Ooh,
2: that's a new one. I hadn't heard
1: that one. Have you not? Yeah, I thought they mm-hmm. bought Verizon for some reason.
2: So I get like a notification usually midway through the month. Yeah. That hey, guess what? Good news, you're gonna get paid. Yeah, yeah, sure. Now it doesn't come for a while, but now I don't even see that.
1: Really? Yeah.
2: Okay. It's like it disappears.
1: That that name rings a bell. Will says in the stream, like I'm saying the name that Will gave in the stream. Yeah, Apollo Global Management sounds really that that sounds familiar for some reason. I think they bought Verizon. Oh, here we go let's see all right it, it's yahoo it still says yahoo on the check yeah it's, it's uh
2: yahoo revenue report so it's, okay. it's yahoo affiliate invoices yeah yahoo
1: okay Damn okay, right see i'm glad you wore that yahoo shirt the other day yeah see but see they're still owned by like like it's it's yeah it's it's whatever i still run in a yahoo toboggan that i got like a decade ago, that's still like the warmest one I have. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Kept up with it. Yeah. There you go. It's like purple and gray. Anyway, all right, good. Glad we uh, we we went through the whole Apollo thing without mentioning Iraqi. It, it was it was good. We're growing. Okay. We're getting better. Um, growing
2: up right in front of people's eyes.
1: Okay. Uh, again, got uh Ole Miss at LSU tonight. Frankly, a game at LSU. I mean, I like their chances, but um. They're in a weird. They're in a weird mood. It's it's inter- the only thing that's kind of interesting about this game tonight is LSU having a, a strange last couple weeks. Um, they What's lose their league record. I uh, had it up right here. They their, are, their net was thirteen as of Sunday morning. Oh, was it really?
2: Yeah, they're in great shape from a tournament standpoint.
1: They're sixteen and five, four and four, four and four in the league. Yes, that is uh that is correct. They are coming off losses in one, two, three, four of their last five games. Oh, LSU is. They lost to Arkansas 65-58, Alabama 70-67, Tennessee 64-50, beat AM 70 to 70-64, and then lost to TCU 77-68. I know the Arkansas loss was at home. Were all the other losses on the road? They lost at home to Arkansas, at Alabama, at Tennessee, and at TCU. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so nothing – it's a schedule thing as much as anything. Right. But still, that's where they add. And then they've got – I mean, um, the balance on the schedule is kind of weird. They play Ole Miss – at home, and then they're at Vandy at AM. That is a weird schedule from an away standpoint. So
2: they must finish with a bunch of home games, or they must have started with a bunch of I home games? I think they
1: games. started, because even their close is three out of five. Mm. I mean, like, it's – it's. we do get another uh, – uh, the schedule makers did us a favor because of how badly they hate one another. We do get a favor lately. They closed the season with Alabama at home. So we get another Alabama-LSU game this season. That's, oh, good. Yeah. that's good. Yeah, Wade notes, and we can we can we can do that again. Preferably with Alabama
2: having some momentum at the time,
1: because mm-hmm.
2: they don't even try
1: to pretend to like each other. This stretch for LSU is pretty damn important because.
2: Oh, but can I say this real quick? Yeah, sure. I'm always amazed, and I've said this to some coaches. They feel so strongly about Will Wade and about what LSU is doing and all of that stuff, yet. Publicly, they will not say it out loud. No one will say it out loud. Except for perhaps Nate Oates. Oh. And at some point, say it out loud. If you feel that strongly about it, say it out loud. And I've said this to some coaches. And they kind of just look at you like, nah, it doesn't work like that. But it could. Because I'll I'll say it, LSU winning is harmful for
1: the sport. Oh, yeah. There's no question about it. So why no one else and why will Oates do it? I guess because he feels strongly enough to say it out loud.
2: It's the speed limit thing. I mean, the speed limit's 70. You know everyone's going 82. But when someone goes flying by you at 117, you you notice. And you usually say something. When you're on the when you're on the highway going 74 and someone passes you going 77, you don't typically say much. You don't even think much. But if someone goes flying by you at 120 miles an hour, you're like, "Whoa!" But for whatever reason, no one will say anything. And I don't think it's the fear of the commissioner. What's he going to do? AD is telling him not to do it. Maybe. But, you know, you're who's more powerful, a coach or an AD?
1: AD almost. I mean, a coach in almost in every mean, scenario. Yeah, what,
2: what are you going to do? What's Alan Green going to do? Go fire Bruce Pearl for saying something about LSU? Is there, whoever the AD is at Kentucky going to say something to Calipari? Like, other than what would you like in your coffee, sir? Mm-hmm. What are you going to say? Keith Carter going to go say something to Lane Kiffin today? I mean, give me a break. Coaches have the power. You could, you could address it. They choose not to for whatever reason. Except, Oates. Yeah. He's the one that publicly goes, I can't stand the guy. <laughs> I kind of appreciate that. <laughs> Roll Tide. <laughs>
1: Uh, what I was saying, the stretch for LSU is interesting because they're, four, again, 4 and 4 in the league. Ole Miss at home, at Vandy, at AM, all very winnable. And then State, Georgia at home, back to backs. Oh. Um, and then at South Carolina. So a really good run here of very winnable games for LSU. Before a close that is fairly interesting, three of their last four, or their final four, including one, gimme, at Kentucky, Missouri, at Arkansas, Alabama. That's LSU. Yeah, that's LSU's that's a tough, Final Four. That's a tough little
2: road right there.
1: Yeah, they've got a couple spots on the schedule that's interesting. They're sixteen and five overall. They're in good shape, but that's a that's a that's a, a strange one there a little bit as they're coming off that uh, that loss to TCU. They're favored by 13 thirteen and a half tonight in Baton Rouge. The over under uh, one twenty eight. Obviously, Ole Miss coming off that SEC Big Twelve Challenge game against uh, against Kansas State. Um,
2: Thank you to Bubba for the uh, super chat. Appreciate that as always, my
1: friend. I stumbled upon a Kansas State story in one of their papers this morning. I was looking up something else and just saw it. And we talk about media a good bit. Their media was weird on – who's their coach now? Uh, Bruce Weber. It is Weber. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he gave one of those canned quotes about, hey – the game at Ole Miss is the most important game because it's the next game, like, the most cliche thing in the world. Mm -hmm. But then all the papers wrote, Weber calls this must-win game. Now what after the loss? And it's like, that's not what he meant. Like, he just meant they need a win. Like, not the season is over if we don't win this game, must win. It's like, but by God, y'all do you. Make sure we, I mean... Lack of context.
2: Well, I mean, sports media is not exactly the deepest thinkers in the world.
1: But they do it on purpose, too. of course. That's the word what irritates me. So it tells me that they they're they're, they're after annoyed me. at Weber
2: for something. Yeah. yeah, he's, yeah well, yeah. he's not winning enough.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's like you knew what he meant. Like yeah. You're either being obtuse for obtuse sake, or you really are that dumb, and then we have a bigger problem. Well, one here's or the my other. thing with the cliches:
2: when a coach goes, well, "This is the most important game because it's the next game," who's writing that
1: quote? built the whole story around it. I mean, actually.
2: I mean, can you imagine? Like I I hear that I don't even I never even transcribe those kinds of quotes. Of course the next game is the most important game because it's the next game. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, we get it. They must be after him though cuz he's only like one game over 500 right now. Yeah. Like they
1: might even be 500 now. Yeah.
2: They're not making the tournament. I think
1: they're 10 and 10. Yeah,
2: they're not making the tournament and they're upset. Probably a weird time to be Kansas State, right? The Big 12's kind of falling apart on you a little bit. Kansas is a power. Kansas could find a new home. You can't. Oh, yeah. you're. If there's a shuffle, Kansas can land somewhere. I actually think that Kansas could get – the Pac-12 would take that call. The Big 10 would, would take the call. Take the call. I don't know. I actually think the SEC would take the call. I don't think they would take them, but I think they would take the call as opposed to Kansas State, where the SEC like, no, no, you have the wrong number.
1: Yeah, new
2: phone. Who this?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kansas State looks up and suddenly they're in the American. Sure. Well, they'd have to think about the American. Well, that would be. I mean, yeah, I mean, I they'd have to think. Yeah, they'd have to think about it if the Big Twelve. I think 12. that would be their landing spot at that point. I mean, I really do. I think that would, that would be be their deal. Um LSU, a lot of length, athletic, your normal LSU team. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's not not rocket science. A lot of highly recruited players. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind
2: of a big week for for Ole Miss, too, because they got two out of three last week, beat Florida, beat Kansas State, lost to Arkansas. But going into that week, I think we looked at it and thought you know, they could lose two of these. They could conceivably lose all three of these. And they actually played pretty well. They played well against Arkansas, they just couldn't finish at the rim. And then uh BJ Note got hot and and that game got away from them. They they need to win one of the two games this week if they can. I mean they they don't they don't want to head down a path because their schedule is what it's, it's at LSU. Well, three three of the next four away too. At Florida, at home against Alabama and then at uh at
1: Florida, oh, sorry, at LSU, at Florida. Alabama at home, at Missouri, and then South Carolina at home, and then two more on the road, at Georgia, at Auburn. It's a lot of away games yeah, coming up for them. Including some really difficult ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, they close with two of three at home, Texas A&M, Vanderbilt, around a trip to Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, right now, Ken Palm projecting Ole Miss at 14-17, and 5-13 in the league. They are predicting a 69-53 loss to LSU. A seventy one sixty one loss to Florida, a seventy six sixty eight loss to Alabama, and a sixty five sixty three loss to Missouri before the next win. Mm. If that played out, that would be a we would be we'd, we'd be in a little bit of a weird spot here.
2: Yeah, it's the and the elephant in the room is what happens with Ole Miss at the end of the season. Because they have to play games. Yeah, and, and
1: And now last week they showed a pulse and did okay.
2: I'm watching crowds. I don't know if I'm Keith Carter, I'm watching crowds. I'm watching engagement. I'm watching people. Because
1: it's easy to say. Here's here's my argument on that. And sure. You're right. I'm not, this is not even a disagreement. But I think it's actually more, might even be more validation for it being important. That crowd changes a little with a pulse versus no pulse. I don't think it changes a lot. Unless they went on some crazy run, frankly, there is no huge difference in the crowd the rest of the way wins or losses, in my opinion. But there's a difference in atmosphere sometimes.
2: You can just sort of, I don't know, you can feel it. When you walk into a stadium and it's dead, just dead, we've been there. We've covered Ole Miss football when you're like, well. But a lot of
1: that depends on who's in the building with them. And that's what I look at here. Their home games remaining. Now, look, they need to do something in these next two to at least show something so you've got a good crowd, energetic crowd at the Alabama home game because that's Bama coming in. That's a big game. Right. That's That's one you're talking about where it's like, okay, yeah, like whatever. Yeah. And Bama's going to bring a lot of people. It's only three hours down the road. Um, but then beyond that, you're talking about South Carolina, A&M, and Vanderbilt. Three, there's no name there. There's nothing to bring excitement into that building is the problem. So you don't have kind of the ready-made atmosphere Scotty game. Scotty
2: Pippen Jr. right now is pissed at you.
1: Well, I mean, He's listening to this. Going, my, my, my loyalty for Vanderbilt only extends to running backs, not, not guards. Okay? No, so it's a so good it is point. I mean,
2: so if there's no energy in the building yeah. at all, and you're sitting there looking at it going, what do we do? And for the record, as of this moment, I would bet on Kermit getting more time.
1: Oh yeah, 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 I would.
2: But not necessarily beating that drum right now. But, but I'm you. not. I'm not. It with, creates a really weird deal. It does. There's a lot. There's a lot there. If there's just a lot there. Yeah. And it's too early to say. But look, last week could have been disastrous. It wasn't.
1: No. Okay. And so
2: um, now you have to figure out a way to continue some momentum on the road and. You go to LSU and you go to Florida and Florida's going to have you circled now because they can't lose to you twice. they get you at their place. I'm sure Mike's going to show that film and throw some stuff around the room and yeah, yeah. His, he'll have his kids' attention on Saturday. So you got you're gonna have to find one somewhere it's and you and I were talking about this yesterday speaking of portal, I hear people go well all they got all this has to do is get in the portal just go address some needs in the portal. First, you have to worry about your your guys getting in the portal. You've got to worry about people trying
1: to poach your players. So it's complicated. Yeah. There is also that, that thing, Drew, which is it here, that baseball has not started yet, which creates conflict with basketball crowds, obviously, when, when both are at home. So. Yeah,
2: and they've got a, they've got a direct conflict. There's a couple know, direct out, conflicts, right? yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, in this thing. So...
2: Although typically they end up moving the baseball time,
1: yeah, they make it where you can do both. It's just people using their their time for that sure. reason versus the dinner or the lunch or the square or whatever else they're they're yeah, doing. I of mean, of course, it just creates where if I know I'm doing three and a half hours at a baseball game, am I doing the two and a half here? I mean, right? Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. but right. That is the question you have. Well, they don't all do it. Oh well, no, of course not. Podcast brought to you in part by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662 234 2704 or JLOWE at communitymtg.com. We're
2: also brought to you by Grenade and Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenade and Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. We're brought to you by Bell & Grove. Based out of Chattanooga, Daryl Oliver and Evan Dial built Bell & Grove. It's a logistics provider with more than 35 years of transportation industry experience. Bell & Grove specializes in domestic freight movement throughout the continental U.S., They can navigate through supply chain issues while also leaning on their partner carriers to get the most competitive rate possible for their customers. In addition, Bell & Grove can help customers design a custom solution for their shipping needs. Whether your business is in need of moving a truckload, a partial shipment, or a flatbed, Bell & Grove can accommodate you. They provide both air and ground expedited services for customers who need to move product quickly. For more information, call Daryl Oliver at 865-672-6557. And we're brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers. From work to lifestyle to nightlife, there's the perfect something for everyone. At The Rogue, all the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Duckhead, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson,
1: or the rogue.com podcast also brought to you by Nick's tan and associates Nick's tan oxford.com 662-281-1200 for either side of real estate purchases here in Oxford and Lafayette County the buy side the sell side I've used them multiple times you give them a chance as well as a trusted source with Keith Graham Clay Deweese and their team of associates to help you out and get you into the home you desire here in Lafayette County so again click the uh, link in my message board signature give them a call or check out the website, again, nixtanoxford 662-281-1200. think Harbaugh's going to the Vikings. He's letting it get to a really public place right here, which typically means yes. If not, I almost,
2: I almost hesitate to say this because of the reaction that it will get from some. You can't go interview for the job and then come back, right? I know, sorry.
1: But no, 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 hold on. He can interview no, for an NFL though, no, that's, job. That's a good point. Listen. But the week of signing day? Not week, day. He's interviewing tomorrow. Yeah. The day of signing day. And I get it's not the real signing day anymore. But and, and their
2: class might be like, look, Ole Miss is not signing anyone
1: tomorrow. I will say, though, here's the difference. And now there's a couple different layers to this. Because, okay. I mean, we're, we'll are we localize this because, I mean, it's, it's relevant. Um, <laughs> you actually let it. I did not think we were doing this. But, sure, let's do it. There's, there's two things here. Yeah, okay. Usually I'm baiting you. Um. One is the NFL is a whole different animal than college baseball. So things are public. You have so many more reporters. I mean, there's a process to sure. things. It has to be documented. There's, there's a lot of stuff. Of course. So that's relevant in the nature of you can't keep it completely whatever. However, and now look, we don't know what they've done in the past, but I guess it lends to why I think that, yes, he is likely the candidate and likely taking this job, is that he – you have to think they've done some stuff in private to this point. Um, that's that's a no-brainer. They've been Zooms or, you know, hangar meetings or whatever you want to call them. Prior to this very official what-has-to-be-documented process. And if you're going to get here, with Harbaugh having the job he has, I have to feel like he's at least the favorite going in to not screw up an interview. They're down to four publicly. It's the Rams offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator, Harbaugh, and I'm forgetting one, and now I cannot remember who it is.
2: If I'm Harbaugh, Um, though, if I'm Jim Harbaugh, I don't go to Minneapolis to, quote, interview
1: for this job without knowing that I have the job. That's what I'm telling you. That's why I think he has it, because this isn't really into a credit or anything else. This is a whole different level because it, you know it is publicized from the very beginning, right, wrong, or indifferent. Mike went to Birmingham thinking it was going to stay quiet. He yes. trusted Scott Woodward, he which did. is a whole other conversation, yep. but that's what happened. He went down there thinking he could get there, get wherever, and it wouldn't be a big deal, and it would stay quiet, not realizing that Woodward himself was going to leak it for a his own purpose.
2: Yes. Which, again, Scott Woodward. He was trying to squeeze Mike
1: out. Yeah. He was trying to force – a, a, a withdrawal, and he did. Yeah, it worked. Um, no, I mean, it was it, it was textbook from Woodward. But there, there's a difference there, but that's kind of my point, is if you're doing this level of it, you have to have at least some assurance going in. I say that, and I'm almost kind of talking myself out of it a little bit as I'm saying that. It's the freaking Vikings. If you don't get it, is Michigan pissed? Like, It's an NFL job, because I guess my point is like, That's completely... It's almost like a coordinator interviewing for a head job and then coming back a little bit. Like, what? Does it impact your recruiting? If you don't get it? No. Well, I mean, if... Why? Nobody's signing tomorrow. Everybody's already signed. They're not going to leave in the next 48 hours before the Vikings make a decision. When you
2: announce your intention to leave... Doesn't it say that, okay, well, he didn't get this? I'm playing devil's advocate a little
1: bit. Yeah, I'm actually talking about this. Is, this, is, this is doesn't. So, so he murder. went after
2: the Vikings job, didn't get it, wanted the Dolphins job, won't get it because the owner of the Dolphins is a Michigan fan who <laughs> Literally. Doesn't, doesn't want to take yeah. the Michigan. He coach came out away. publicly and gave that quote. So doesn't that tell you, because the NFL is always going to have openings, doesn't that tell you that he's, okay, well, if I'm a recruit, I'm like, okay, well, he didn't take this one, but he's going to take the next one? Or do recruits care anymore? Which is an argument. Because you have the, the, the one-time no-penalty transfer. If you go someplace and not who you thought, you'll just leave. But well, you care less,
1: for sure. Sure. changes. Sure. Well,
2: there's less risk.
1: I think you can call the recruit and go, hey, look, it's the NFL. You're trying to get there. They want to talk to me? Why would I not talk? Sure. You're a professional salesman. It's your job to convince a kid that you interviewing for an NFL job does not mean you hate Michigan and hate him.
2: Yeah. like You want to play for the Vikings or a team that plays the Vikings, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean. The top of the profession.
2: (laughs) So you can't tell me you're going to be here for five years. Well, son, I, I, I can't tell you what's going to happen in five minutes. But I can tell you Michigan's the best place for you. Yeah,
1: love this place. It's, this place is special. Building something, new heights. Um. Oh, like, there you go. Ooh. I mean, wow. There's things to say. Wow. What?
2: No, I just I just felt <laughs> that felt like a
1: dagger. <laughs> it's, just, it's just us talking. Nobody's
2: listening. Uh, you know. Oh, I can already feel my clip <laughs> being played on Twitter from earlier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, context not here professional salesman is very true like it is like it is their job 100% to absolutely. be those people absolutely and put forth the image that's whatever
2: absolutely there are coaches who are coaching at the college level who are not as good of an X and O coach as high school coaches Jim but Har- they're better communicators Jim Harbaugh a very accomplished
1: NFL coach I mean he's done it before he's run through the playoffs yeah, he's coached the 49ers to the Super Bowl. Better coach now than then? Like, what do you think you're getting with Jim Harbaugh as the NFL coach at this point?
2: <sighs> a guy who is organized. In- in- incredibly. A guy who knows how to build culture inside a building. A guy who can communicate.
1: And a guy over the last couple of years that's realized, hey, just be myself a little more. He I felt like early on at Michigan, he kind of tried to do the play a character thing a little bit, A little. recruiting, and took some things. He's done a really good job. They were, and he sort of found himself yeah. a little bit from from that. I mean, point.
2: They've done a good job. They they got past Ohio State.
1: He won the the Big Ten.
2: Played in a final in a semifinal game that might be Michigan ceiling. done a good job yeah, though sure. I mean look I mean like I said there there aren't but a couple of teams that wouldn't trade places with Michigan last year fact they won their division they won their league they played in a national semifinal yeah only a couple that you're that's your that, that is they were and they were eliminated by the eventual national champ so that's pretty strong it's easy to make fun of him he's done a good job there Does he want to get back into the NFL? I think most coaches who have coached in the NFL and then coached in college will tell you that other than the actual season itself, which is a grind in the NFL, more of a grind in the NFL than it is at the college level, they'll tell you that the rest of the year is more pleasant. That the recruiting, and you throw in this portal thing. Look, we get Kiffin today. I don't know that I'll get to ask this question, One of my questions would be: Does the portal make your schedule such that? Look, look, Lane went on a a vacation after the Sugar Bowl, and everybody crucified him. And a lot of coaches were like, "Oh man, I'm jealous. I wish I could do that. I don't know that I, I I don't know that I could enjoy myself." I mean, I talked to two different college coaches that said that. Like, good for
1: him. I, I No, most of them pick now to take their vacations. Yeah. Like, I know a couple old Miss assistants are going this week now that everything's Well, I think settled.
2: the Ole Miss assistants have been given two weeks off.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah.
2: Like, go chill. Yeah. The the calendar has changed. Yeah, you're good now. I mean, it's a dead period. There's but there are else. coaches that would look at this and go, well, we can't take off now because we've got to, we've got to, we've got to do junior days. we got to recruit juniors. we got to – I mean, they just it, it's nonstop. Maybe Harbaugh's sick of that. I I don't know. My gut feeling is that he's the next coach of the Vikings. Yes, but I've put no real, I've put well, I've no real, I've put no effort into
1: that whatsoever. None, zero. Thank God. Grind said, "What if Ole Miss baseball is a three seed in the region, makes it to Omaha from there, but never playing postseason baseball at home? It's it's a successful season. It's all about where you end up. Because um, frankly, that's one of the knocks on Mike is that he's never won a regional as a two or three seed." that a lot of SEC schools are able to go into other places and just kind of get it done over a weekend, and Ole Miss has never done that. And frankly, I think only – they've only played a regional final where they can advance on the road once, and that was in TCU – that was in A&M against TCU in 2012. Um, they won the winner's bracket, beat TCU, beat the Aggies, and then lost to TCU twice in a row. So, yeah, that would that, that, that's good enough. Um, there's no doubt about that. I think the offense is too good to be a three seed. I mean, look, the league is good enough to make anybody a two seed, though. Like I see Jason here saying, no chance this team isn't hosting. There, look, there's always a chance to not be top 16 because you've got six. Six? Yeah, you have six SEC teams in the top nine in the country. When you finish sixth, then you're barely, you know, you're you're bubbly at that point just because how many league teams there are. And you're not going to get more than six or seven, even a crazy year from a host standpoint. So, um yeah, no, that's possible. I mean, Florida a couple years ago was like number one in the country and then fell off the table.
2: Uh, this is happening as we have been recording. I'm sure you've seen it already. Tom Brady has officially announced his retirement. I do see that. When the story came out on Saturday, it was it was, it was accurate. Yeah. He says, I've always believed the sport of football is an all-in proposition. If a 100% competitive commitment isn't there, you won't succeed, and success is what I love so much about our game There's a physical, mental, and emotional challenge every single day that has allowed me to maximize my highest potential. And I've tried my very best these past 22 years. There are no shortcuts to success on the field or in life. This is difficult for me to write, but here it goes. I'm not going to make that competitive commitment anymore. I've loved my NFL career, and now it is time to focus my time and energy on other things that require my attention. I mean, he's the best that ever was. He's the best. By the way we measure greatness, yeah, 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 he has yeah. the most greatness.
1: Longevity, wins, reign. He won. Um. Somebody asked who I want them to hire. Uh. I want them to stay in house or hire Brian Flores. That's. Kind of where I'm at with the Saints. Sorry with the Saints. I missed oh. that in the stream. Um, yeah, I don't care where the Vikings are. Uh, I think that's where I'm at. Although Brian Flores is interviewing like everywhere. Um, he finished second for the Giants' job. Doug Peterson also interviewing for the Saints and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um. So,
2: What's whatever. wrong with Doug Peterson?
1: Nothing's wrong with him. Just, yeah
2: good.
1: Just have my opinion. Like, nothing bad. Just
2: had a pick. Doug, Doug Peterson's a scholar. Is he?
1: Yeah. Okay. They don't pass those degrees oh, out. Oh, okay. took a minute. All right. All right. I wonder why we were getting, getting all rustled over here. Yeah, over, I mean, over. just come on. Be cool.
2: <laughs> I mean, Doug Peterson, Super Bowl champ.
1: Went to an Ivy League. Saints interviewed uh, Peterson on Sunday, da-da-da, and then Flores today. Uh, Lions defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn on Wednesday, because if you can get a member of the Lions staff, you make sure you can do that. Um, Dennis Allen on Wednesday or Thursday, and then uh, their special teams coordinator Darren Rizzi um, as well. So five interviews so far for the uh, the Saints.
2: You're right. The NFL so different. They, everything's so public. Yeah, I mean, as opposed to the college attempt to be super quiet.
1: Um, I saw that stat. Spencer asked, where does a Heisman and Natty in the Super Bowl put Young in goat talk? Is it he would be the third one to ever do that? Do I have that right? Oh, I thought he was the first. Is he the first? There's some combination like that that to win a Heisman. Or maybe an- it's number one overall pick championship in Super Bowl. Maybe so. It's him, Namath, and the other one was actually a Joe too, author Montana. Okay. I think it was win a national title, win a Super Bowl, and win the Heisman or win – like He would be three the first things.
2: one, though, I think. And I could be wrong here, to win a national championship, win the Heisman, and win a Super Bowl. and okay. He would do it in two years. Yeah. Quick. Look, there's some people out there that think that, that Burrow has real Brady vibes. Could do it for a long time.
1: Could win for a long time. Maybe that's the question I just answered. Was national championship and super bowl and it's Namath and Montana and Elborough. It was asking the thread. Maybe that's oh. what I'm what I'm what I'm thinking of. That would make sense. Um Yeah. As much as I'm kinda of, Peterson would give a very patentish culture to New Orleans. Like there would not be a ton of like yeah. it would feel yeah. Similar. Um and for all the other stuff. That's something that's worked. So I get that. Apparently, that Sean Payton, Kevin James movie thing is just horrific. That's what I've heard.
2: Like, apparently, that. it is just god awful, horrific. <laughs> so I've heard it's so bad that I have to see it. Yeah, I mean, that it's almost like comically bad. And that I, I've had people who know me tell me that you have to go see it.
1: Yeah. It's home team, I believe, is the name of it. Because, like, the draft day was so bad. No, I think Draft Day is Citizen Kane compared to this movie. (laughs) Draft Day was so bad that I loved it. Like, I laughed out loud
2: so many times at Draft Day. Like, come on.
1: No one in this movie watches any football at all, right? Like, nothing. Y'all found a bunch of aliens that have never watched a football game?
2: I mean, it sounds like it's just right up my alley. Like, I got to go see it. Would be worth the 10 bucks.
1: It is about him coaching Pee Wee during his year off. And he has a cameo in it. Uh Sean does. Plays a a janitor. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Good stuff. Whew. What'd Uh, you knock off there? uh, It got caught on my shoelace Uh and was a problem. No, I'm not talking about the Jerry Maguire timeline. I get fussed at every time I do that, that I've already covered it 15 times, and they get it. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm done with that today. It is stupid, though. Yes, oh, did Adam Sandler produce this movie? Oh, I have no idea. Probably, though. I mean, he has plenty that suck. Well, that would... Yeah. But, like, hey,
2: cash. Oh, he's making lots of money. Dude, just cashes. They're making lots of money. I mean...
1: Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Well, I might watch it. Today. I mean, you can put it on while you're while you're on the Peloton today. Yeah, I have to wait at all for that bad boy. That's actually not a terrible idea. Maybe, do, we'll, maybe we'll review that on the podcast. Do like an maybe. endurance ride and yeah. watch that crap. Watch that. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark N E S P A R C. Two packages: the Ignite one hundred Mbps or the Blaze the one gig that powers the Clarkport Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world class broadband. N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Spark dot com 662 phone service available parental controls network security and much more so call the office for details get the best internet here in lafayette county again that is what are
2: your goals for 2022 does your company need hard to find talent to meet these goals maybe you're personally seeking a career change let this be your year to make the change and your first step needs to be to contact service specialist employment agency they're the oldest employment agency in Mississippi. They recruit in all industries. Remember, there's nothing to lose by reaching out. No cost to you as a candidate. and Everything is kept confidential. Service specialist wishes you and your company a successful 22. You can contact them at 662-832-5138. I'll have a mailbag up tomorrow at some point, probably later in the day. Brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtor, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662 567 2573 or 662 842 3844. Also brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. Euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, and more. Handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations. Candlelit patio, all at three o six South Lamar, just south of the square courthouse in Oxford. Been telling you about John Edwards and Regency Travel Incorporated for a while. Probably gonna put that thread up here in the next day or so. Getting your questions for uh, travel, and we'll get John on. We'll do a maybe a full podcast on just a travel podcast here in the um, kind of down part of the year. He's uh, a part of Virtuoso. Based in Memphis, it's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. Just get in touch with him, give him some parameters and a budget, let him give you options, and no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services, 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle, which is home to the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. Contact them today and they'll conduct a complimentary, no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. That's uh,
1: mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. Podcasts brought to you by primeshrimp.com, New Orleans-based company making shrimp that they ship straight to you. You can have it to your door in just a couple days and you get some discounts in doing so. For any first orders, use the code MPW, get $20 off in less than 10 minutes. It goes from freezer Two plate the signature seasoning, the uh, French Quarter Alfredo as well. Try it out both, and you can easily use that for uh, for a meal for your family and more. Comes in uh, these pound packages. It's separated into half pound servings. You can use that anytime for whatever meal is going on. PrimeShrimp.com is where you go, and you get the uh, code with MPW for twenty dollars off using that. So again, PrimeShrimp.com. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we're kind of going through all of our best hits in the stream. No, I mean, a little more on Brady. Um, 10 Super Bowls, seven wins, all time, uh, fantasy quarterback, fantasy earner over the course of his career for as so many people that do fantasy football as well. And I, I mean, he threw for 5,000 yards this year, right? I mean, he still had a hell of a year. Yeah. Um, Bucks won the NFC South. It did feel like that was it, though. Um, it, did. It, 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 it did. And to, to the level that he takes care of his body, the obsession in a positive way that he puts into his craft. It was limiting what it.
2: they could do offensively. He couldn't do some of the things that he could do earlier in his career. The deep ball, some of that stuff. and
1: Father Tom's going to take the deep ball from
2: you. Well, why do you want to get hurt? He's made tons of money. He's come out of the game pretty damn healthy. Mm -hmm. Why risk it? For what? What what, What's left? And he's exactly right. If there's any one part of you that's like, I don't know that I want to do this, then you're done. I mean, another title doesn't change his legacy.
1: Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington did their jobs. They were supposed to report if they knew it.
2: Absolutely. I, I will die. They should the not
1: get any criticism because they did not wait on Brady to announce it. They had the sourcing. They had it right. Yeah. He told someone who told.
2: Yeah. And it you, happened.
1: You, could, you can't walk away from that.
2: Well, the day after the Bucks lost in the playoffs to the Rams, I mean, Giselle was all but saying it.
1: I don't know what the bucks do. I'm not sure. It's a good question. I don't know what their quarterback situation will be.
2: But I've had people say, "Oh, you should have waited and let him announce. No, you, you it's not this isn't let the kid have his moment. He's a professional. Arguably the most successful player who's ever played in the league.
1: Oh, from a straight successful standpoint, I don't yeah, it's not even debatable
2: really. I don't I, I don't know how I don't know how you could sit as a journalist and not write that. You you have to write it.
1: Yeah. You better be right, but you have to write. Yeah. You can't be wrong, but they weren't. Well, wasn't it, was it like Brady's organization or something that tweeted out something and then deleted it pretty quickly? Like, I think they even like had done like a little tribute thing and then stopped.
2: Yeah. He obviously wanted to do his thing. His on, way.
1: And that's fine. And he did. He still got to do it. It's- I'm more annoyed at whoever gave the media the so Like, there was a breakdown there. Actually. Sure but that's not Schefter's fault. If you made me bet, I would bet that Schefter
2: and Darlington had seen the release or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Cause that's a story that gets vetted a little bit like, Hey, what do we have? Who's this from? Mm -hmm. And let's be real here. They reached out to Brady's people before they published this and no one of none of Brady's people like, no, no, that is inaccurate. That is not true. I'm sure they no commented them. They said, Ah, we can't say anything at this time or Yeah. Tom has not announced his decision. And it's even possible that someone said, Hey, please don't do this. And at that point, you, you gotta go. I mean, look, I've I've been there on a coaching thing where an assistant coach said, Don't write it yet. We're trying to get home to tell our families. I can't, I can't roll those dice. Yeah, I get it. I I, I, I get it. I get it. it and I feel like a bad person, but I've got to write this now because I've got it. And if I wait ten minutes and get beat on it, when my bosses say, "How come you didn't have this first? and my answer
1: is, "Well," I was well, the to offensive be- coordinator asked me to not do it until he told us why. Yeah, I was trying to be a nice guy. I don't know how far that gets me. Well, because inevitably, too, and what happens there when you start doing the, some of those broker deals like that of, hey, can you wait a minute, or hey, they really don't, whatever. Somebody else has told somebody else who doesn't have that deal, and it comes out like eight minutes later is what happens. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, Jesus. Like,
2: yeah. So you, you, you have it, and you have to – yeah, they had no choice because they knew what, 100 people were chasing the Tom Brady story. Oh, Every sure. buck beat rider. Probably every Patriot every beat writer, NFL writer and every national NFL writer is chasing that story. You've got it. I mean, you, you, every every second that ticks off the clock is you got to go.
1: See where uh, the Cincinnati public school system is canceling class the day after Super Bowl. Saw that. Yeah, we following saw. what we've been talking about, they're they're doing it. I mean, how productive is... Even better, they said that they typically give the day off anyway. That February 7th or like whatever that corresponding day is, is a staff development day in the Cincinnati public school system. But with the Super Bowl moved a week, they have now given them the 7th and the 14th. Oh, so they well, give two that. Mondays in a row or whatever it is here. Back to back. So people well, helping people there in Cincinnati. I mean, if the Bengals were to win,
2: there's no chance the next day's productive. Right. I mean, just okay. Go party. Well, no, because
1: I think under the former rule, I think the staff still had to go to class. It was just the students that had off. Okay. So now, I'm now sure, I... that history teacher was getting a lot of staff yeah. development done that day. Now it's go party. He, he went into his room and closed the door and slept. Was what that yeah. looked like. Like go party. We'll see you on Tuesday. Yeah. Take the antacid and <laughs> yeah. go. Hey, I'm 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 out for yeah. a minute. Take
2: Monday. Let it be your recovery day.
1: Yeah. So they are celebrating the Bengals' first Super Bowl victory is the reason it amended the academic calendar in May, February fourteenth the day off. We hope you enjoy roaring the Bengals to a win on Sunday and take this time to take pride in our incredible series, city and amazing football team, the district said, in a statement to uh, to parents. I really would like to um, FOI the board's emails and see, like, uh, because you know there were parents who bitched about this. I'd, I'd love to have those emails. I, I, yes. I really would like the emails of the parents are going, nope, I God, I. School's in. Like, yeah, It's football. Yeah, come on. Like, I, you know those came. Like, oh, for uh, sure. Superintendents has gone, oh Jesus. Sorry, we're we're gonna be we're gonna be normal here. Whew. They've raced the Super Bowl twice, eighty two and eighty nine, and lost both those times to the San Francisco 49ers. So that would have been a little weird had they played three straight three Super Bowls all against uh all against them. Rams fixed that. Yeah. Something tells me they were hoping for the Niners. It's a better matchup.
2: I know as I was watching the NFC game, I was like, come on, San Francisco. pull!" Did
1: you find yourself doing that? Oh, sure.
2: Did you? Because I think the Bengals are going to have a difficult time beating the Rams, and I think the Bengals would have beaten the 49ers.
1: Yeah, the 49ers were a weird matchup for the Rams, but they were a better matchup for the Bengals. Yeah, because they
2: can't score, score, score.
1: And the Bengals are going to score some points. Yeah, yeah, sure. They got some weapons. They, they, got got, some, they
2: got good news on Azuma.
1: Saw that. He, uh, MCL sprain for him. And then not necessarily bad news, but worse than they thought, Tyler Higby for the Rams. He also has an MCL sprain, so he is questionable. So kind of it was good news, bad news, even though they had the same injury. The Rams were hopeful that Hig, that, that Higby was better than that. And then the Bengals were fearing the really bad um, from uh, from him, but it looks like it's okay see where Florida, Florida State's been moved to uh, the day after Thanksgiving. So, is Missouri is – I'm sorry, is Arkansas still that day too? I mean, it has
2: been the last couple of years. It's been the, the day after Thanksgiving.
1: Okay. It might just be an SEC doubleheader or whatever you want to call it. Florida's playing Florida State at night on the Friday. Oh, yeah,
2: because the Arkansas-Missouri game the last few years has been a 130 kick on that Friday. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. Okay. So, just a little news there for your holiday viewing plans. Yeah, Florida, Florida State Um, there. Napier's done a good job quietly, which is kind of who he is. It's not going to be overly flamboyant. It's not going to be loud. But it feels like he's put a pretty solid product in place since being hired there, uh, there in Gainesville. And I don't know what to make of Florida State. I mean, I I definitely would not be buying stock in Mike Norrell at this point. No, I'd kind of be stock neutral on him. You still think it's maybe okay? Yeah, it's okay. I mean, maybe. I'm not
2: convinced, but that league's not good. So building a, quote, contender in that league is more doable than it is in the SEC or the Big Ten. Oh.
1: Yeah, because who are you scared of in the ACC? Scared of? Like if you're a program and you you go, God, we're never going to get to them.
2: I mean, the only team that even instills a little bit of fear is Clemson, and, and that fear factor is going away quickly.
1: I mean, no one's scared of Pitt.
2: Or Wake Forest. Yeah, they had one-offs. I mean, I guess you're keeping an eye on Miami because there are some resources there, but that's about it. No one's scared of North Carolina or Duke or
1: Virginia or Boston College. A lot of nothing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of empty spots. I mean, NC State's like the fourth best program in the the conference. He's been real steady. But that's the word.
2: Yeah, just steady. Third, fourth best team in the league. They get their
1: share. But you ain't going, God. If we can,
2: well, no, you don't look at them and go, over. <laughs> NC, NC state. state." I mean, Mississippi State skull drug them. Yeah, the state was a seven and five team.
1: That was a weird game. You just beat the hell out of them. Yeah, Wolfpack never even, never even really showed that day. Yeah, it's an indictment on Florida State. Is what it is, of course, because they should be the second or third program in that thing. We say that, but they had two great coaches. They're kind of like Florida in that way. Frankly, both yeah. are they a program or are they just a coach? I mean, they had a – And night, that's college football too, but – Yeah, they had a run, but
2: just because you once had a run – They had Jimbo and Bowden. It doesn't mean you have another run. Florida had Meyer and Spurrier. I mean, Texas hasn't done jack since Vince Young. No.
1: I guess they had the Colt-McCoy year. Yeah, they lost to Saban in the title game that year. So they had one year where they did jack. It was like I was reading Jeff Ketchum this morning on his, his thoughts thing, and he led he led it with – and this is an indictment of the program. He was trying to pump people up, but he said that Texas is apparently signing the number one offensive lineman in the country on Good. Wednesday, and he said that's one of the top couple football-related wins for the program in, like, the last decade. And it was like – you understand what that was just
2: saying, yeah, right? You know, like, Ketch caught some heat. And some of deservedly so because the way some of it was worded was kind of interesting, but he wrote this. What big, he was doing was obvious. He wrote this big thing about Arch Manning the other day that people tried to dissect in ways differently than you and I did. Yeah. You and I both read it and, and thought he's basically telling people, hey, guys, this isn't going to happen. You need to start preparing yourselves.
1: He this. was naming all these reasons for all this and all this and kind of taking heat off Sark. But the true thing of what he was saying was they're not going to get him. Prepare yourself for that. But then also doing the thing where if they do, it is the biggest win in the history of recruiting. So well, be and, excited. And that's true. Yeah.
2: like I mean, if I told you today Arch Manning's going to Texas, you would go, wow. You would. You would go, wow, that's a big get. And so you would have to go, that is a big, big win. That, that part's true. But he was basically saying, here are the list of reasons this is not happening. And he was right. Now maybe that fan base can't hap- can't handle that level of honesty. I don't know how that works. I've never covered Texas, yeah, yeah, sure. but I thought he- I thought he was being fairly, I thought he was being fairly transparent
1: mm-hmm.
2: in 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 mm-hmm. what he was trying to say. Yeah, because I think Texas is fourth for Arch, and if you're fourth, you're not in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh no! It- I mean, you're not in it at fourth. No. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnston Hill Creamery. We've been telling you about King Cakes. You can still get those. You can pre-order those. Just 24 hours, it will be ready for you. Multiple sizes, multiple flavors. But then uh, it's also close to Valentine's Day, Neil's favorite holiday. You get uh, Valentine's Day pre-orders going on right now. Everything from uh, artisanal cheese boxes to uh, a date crate. Got several different things in that. A charcuterie tray. They've got some dessert boxes for uh, for Valentine's Day, as well as chocolate-covered strawberries. You can get those by the dozen or the half dozen. So uh, get those get those pre-ordered. They're available to order starting now. You pick them up February tenth through February twelfth, and uh, and take advantage of that. So uh, yeah, plenty of different options. Really, just go to their Instagram page. It's johnsonhillcreamery dot on Instagram. You can see all about the king cakes, all about the Valentine's pre-orders, about some uh, new cheeses they have going on as well. So take advantage of all that. Again, johnstonhillcreamery.com 662-419-9201 or cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com College Corner is your one-stop Rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson
2: area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet in Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to com. Plus you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or homegating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. We're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names. Same great products, same great services. We're going into that time of the year where it's getting really cold, but spring's right around the corner, baseball season just right around the corner, which means it won't be long before you're cranking up the A.C. again. You want to make sure that thing's ready to roll. Get in touch with the people at Comer. Get in touch with the people at Southern. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, it's Comer, 662 801 1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, DeSoto County, 662 429 4429 for the people at Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine jewelry in Oxford. Speaking of Valentine's Day, it's 13 days away. I would suggest Lamons 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. It's been serving the Oxford area for more than 73 years engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more at Lehman's. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Lehman'sfinejewelry.com or 662-234-2777. Also brought to you by ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized baseball Recognize baseball, recognize system integrator. Uh, they've got a full time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL 508A panel shop. To learn more about ACS, go to acsllcms.com or 662 601 4381. Game changer patches are the only two patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm up patch is used before or while you drink, the overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Go to DeadSoxy.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE, get 25% off your order of the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Traditional socks, theme socks, uh, the no-shows, they're all great. You'll love them. It's DeadSoxy.com. Also brought to you by Brothrow. It's a cool, fun way to bet. No third party, no juice. So that's going to save you money over time. You can start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. Uh, You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. Go to brothrow.com today to get registered. And don't forget, speaking of getting registered, the Oxford Park Commission has begun registration for both youth baseball and softball for the 2022 spring season. Leagues are open for ages 5 to 17 in baseball, 5 to 12 in softball, the cost is $50 per participant. The season begins on Monday, April the 25th. All games are played at M Trade Park. Go to oxfordparkcommission.com before February the 20th to sign up. Adam Sheffer's Twitter
1: account is funny. Just all the replies and things like just people. Ooh. You get all Are they are they on him? Well, you get a lot that are on him, a lot that are congratulating. like it's just a mixture of anything you could desi- you could find in, yeah. that, in that thing. I mean,
2: it's the people that just don't understand the job. It's, it's his his job is to report. His job is specifically to break news. Yeah, he doesn't write. I mean, literally. His job is news. to break news. That's, he's doing his, doing his job. Insider, I believe, is the word they, yeah.
1: they use. Look, ESPN makes a lot of money. How long has the that NFL? been a job where you don't actually create the like you don't literally disseminate the content? You just have the position of newsbreaker.
2: That's a good point.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, like I that's a fairly a fairly new. I mean, not you know the last five, ten years for sure, but I mean that's such like the internet thing. Like you would never in newspapers back in the day have the guy who knew it all and then like told somebody and then they wrote the story. Yeah, because even Adrian Wojnarowski. Writes
2: some, but he writes writes less today than he did before. So he does still, he does produce copy still. He does produce copy. A lot of times it's dual byline copy though.
1: Okay. Which means somebody else wrote it for the most part. Yeah. Someone else did the craft. But like ESPN will put a story in their thing and have somebody else writing it and says reported by Adam Schefter of ESPN and then continue. Yeah. Like he never actually. No, he just on his phones all day. Plural.
2: Yeah. All day. Every day. I don't want to live like
1: that. Maybe when I was younger, but I don't. Not anymore. Because I mean, here's the deal. Even if he does have the crazy robotic ability to put it away at any extent, you still would have that thing in the back of your mind like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Like well, all the time. Well,
2: like, like we coming full circle a little bit. Yeah. In my eyes, and maybe I'm wrong. I mean, people, you know, we live in a business where people can cancel subscriptions and, and all that stuff. People can tell you their feelings about you without telling you their feelings about you. I kind of felt like once we said, hey, Jared Ivy is on an official visit. He is going to enroll. He will be a part of the program on Monday. I kind of felt like that answered all the questions. Like, that's it. And so I never even looked for him putting out something officially. And so when someone else comes out and goes, as it, it's this done as first reported in my eyes, I'm like, well, yeah, but the people that subscribe to my site were completely aware of the situation. If,
1: if they trusted me at all, they,
2: they said, okay, that, that. was well, just like
1: yesterday or today or tomorrow. There'll be somebody that goes, Timmy, whatever. Hey, you didn't sign. I go. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's been like six months. Like,
2: yeah. I mean, I, I mean,
1: you've literally been saying that for a month. And so I, it, I don't, you know, I don't know
2: what I'm supposed to do there, and I and I know people are like, well, you should you should tweet it the moment. Yeah. Okay, then why is anyone subscribing? And then I get to a place where I like, is that does that matter to me that much anymore? And the answer is no. Was there a time when it did? Sure, absolutely. Has that time expired? It seems to have. The whole credit thing and credit for what? What's it going to get me? Very little. I mean, I'm I, yeah. I, I'm not. You have a little bit of an journal in uh, for I'm about not, two minutes. And, I'm not resume building. But yeah, and and but on a kid transferring from Georgia Tech <laughs> to Ole Miss, I it's mean, not like a career I'll let We go, hey, got that one. Hey, yeah, it's like, come on. I mean, yeah. I mean, Ole Miss hires Lane Kiffin. Sure, uh, that was a big story. Yeah. Was there some adrenaline there? Sure. Yeah.
1: Women's golf picks up transfer from <laughs> <with> Oklahoma State, <laughs> bitches. Yeah. Like, you know, like. Uh, well, you want
2: to have some fun with stuff like that, but that's where you realize people don't get the fun. They don't mm,
1: understand. Not but, the player from Oklahoma State. Just exclamatory. Right.
2: Um,
1: you just want to have like, be silly about stuff
2: and that people don't like to get silly.
1: People are very intense right now. Very serious right now. It's, it feels like everybody's taking an exhale now, but yeah, for like, a minute there, it was very serious. Yeah, like the other. Like, so here's
2: the, the recruiting conversation, right? Ole Miss has started offering some 2025 kids, 2025 kids. That's Carson's class. I live with a 2025 kid. You do.
1: They're not making college decisions. And if they do, the odds of them changing them are like ninety-seven percent. Well,
2: and with the portal thing, it's even changed it even more. Because by the time the twenty twenty-five class signs, it's possible that a lot of programs, let's say, say, say Ole Miss is successful, okay? Mm-hmm. That what they've built with their program, what they're doing right now, turns out to be the blueprint. For every program not called Alabama, Georgia, or Ohio State. This is the way to go. Everyone will start doing it. Sure. The portal will become even more competitive. So if that's the case, and let's say it works. This this system works, because Omus is going to add what, five more guys out of the portal, which is going to yeah. bring the number to what, sixteen? Seventeen, yeah, something like that. I'd do the math, but yeah, say it works. And in two years, they've built on that a little bit. That instead of adding, instead of signing twelve high school guys, they just sign nine. Those are really competitive spots. So all of these twenty twenty five offers, they're they're fairly meaningless. Mm-hmm. Some 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 could argue that they are completely meaningless. You're doing it just because everybody else is. And so when you write, breaking, 2025 kid offered, nah, it was always sort of silly. And now it's not only silly, it's 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 disingenuous. Unless you include a paragraph that says, this offer is not real. It's
1: a placeholder. It's your way of telling a kid, we like you enough that we want you to come visit. It, 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 What it is is it keeps the kid going, well, those 10 teams offered and you didn't, so you don't like me as much as those teams. It's it's
2: saying, hey, we reserve the right to flirt with you over the next two years. Yeah. We'd like to start a relationship. But understand, there's a real strong chance that we don't really have room for you in that class.
1: And frankly, we won't know if we do for like 22 months. Yeah, we won't know for two years. Yeah, We'll get back to you unless you really, really blow up and you're like one of the top 50 team players in the country. And then, yeah. Yeah, of course. On. That's where the people are, people talk about our recruiting coverage. And when I try to
2: explain it like that, some people, and I do think there are people that get it, a lot of people that get it, obviously, because we've done well. And there are people that are like, yeah, but I want my recruiting cycle. There are going to be some people that have, not. I'm not talking about Ole Miss people at all, because I think Ole Miss people are thrilled right now. But there are going to be people around the country that Wednesday is going to be really anticlimactic. And the first Wednesday in February not that long ago was a big day like we would be super busy today chasing six kids decisions and drama and late night mm-hmm. shoebox oh, drops and all that. Oh,
1: tomorrow night would be is always hell I mean yeah yeah, yeah,
2: it's, yeah. It's, and so now it's this is this is done tomorrow's just a regular Wednesday for us and it's that way for a lot of people and it's increasingly that way more and more
1: Lane Kiffin is talking at 1.45 today. So is that what time we'll have, it is? Yeah, we'll have whatever from uh, that for you here at rebelgrove.com. We'll probably talk about it on tomorrow morning's podcast. Um, we'll talk about some draft the rest of the week. It's hand size season. We mentioned that. you got the Senior Bowl going on. Oh, that's and, um, right.
2: They're measuring hands today. It's
1: hand size season yesterday, today. So uh, plenty of that going on. So some more football. Oh, there's always football. We'll do that. We'll react to whatever happens in Baton Rouge tonight. Again, 8 o'clock. Tigers and Rebels. Also, eight o'clock for uh, your college basketball in the SEC is Alabama at Auburn tonight. So, uh, those uh, those two game. games at eight. And Seward then. Sewer Oates
2: took a shot at Auburn about the size of their facility, speaking of hand size. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, got to be sold out. They only have like 8,000 seats.
1: <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. I mean, I mean. Okay. Yeah, sure. It's fine. I, Whatever. I, I, I'm. I'm, I'm I'm not overly worked up by that one. No, no, no. It was, it was funny. I think he was playing. Yeah. He seems to not have a – No, I mean, look, he gets it. It's a big game in that state. It's also a big game nationally tonight. Yeah. And that's what they've – you know, they both of those programs have have built. Other games tonight, A&M at Tennessee, 6 o'clock, SEC Network, South Carolina at Mississippi State, ESPNU at 6, and then uh, nationally, I guess the best game, probably uh, interesting game coming off their loss. Um, Kansas at Iowa State tonight. Pretty decent game in the Big 12. All right, real quick in the thread. Yep. Kenny Pickett delayed his hand measurement until the combine? Uh, I, I did not see that he had delayed it, but yes, he did not have his hands measured yesterday. Is he hoping that they grow between now and a month <laughs> from now? Is he doing some
2: hand strengthening, hand lengthening exercises?
1: Got Nothing. Yeah, at some point the number is the number, right? Like I mean, your hand's probably what your hand's gonna be, Kenny. Whatever that is. Yeah, I did see where he declined to be measured yesterday.
2: It's kinda like going to the doctor, right? And when they're like, Would you like to step on the scale? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I would not. <laughs> Well, we we we're we're going to ask that you step on the scale because it's going to, you know.
1: I do not want to see that in print. Yeah. No, thanks.
2: <laughs> well I tell you what, I'm going to step on the scale. You're not going to tell me what it says. Just write it
1: down and go on about your day. <laughs> That's fine.
2: Are there pills you can take to make your hands grow?
1: I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> It is kind of dumb, though. You know, if you shave your hand, it'll look bigger.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If you shave your wrist area, hand looks bigger.
1: On that note, <laughs> hope all of you have a wonderful day. 145 Lane Kippen, so stay locked in Rebel Grove after that point. And we will uh, hang out with you tomorrow morning. So appreciate everybody by the stream, wherever you're listening to this here podcast, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.
0: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium?